0: Hey guys, my name is John, and you're listening to TCK Tales. So my guest today is a very good friend of mine. Actually, he was like the second person I met when I came on campus at Moody Bible Institute. His name is also Jonathan, and so for confusion purposes, we're going to call him John Yo for the rest of the time, because that's what we call him here at Moody, because there are 80 billion other Jonathans besides the two of us. So... Janyoh Hall is a missionary kid from Indonesia and Thailand and he's going to talk about belonging.
1: Yeah, one of the themes that I've really wrestled with throughout my life is a sense of belonging. And it's like the classic TCK, where is home? Oh, we freak out. We don't know where, how to describe that. Where is home? Where do we belong? I don't know. People say home is where your heart is. Another kind of similar parallel to that is belonging is defined by like where your community is. And when that's constantly changing, constantly moving, you really struggle with knowing what it means to belong anywhere if everyone is constantly shifting around you. And if any community that you ever had is constantly leaving or you're constantly leaving that community as well. So I think anyone struggles with belonging, it's a natural human struggle. I think it's intensified by moving around a ton. So I think this struggle with belonging, I found to be very common amongst other missionary kids, obviously amongst military kids who move around in America. Amongst ambassador kids, for some reason it just it happens. It's, it's just a theme amongst people that I've known who don't have any stability within the home and within where their home is. So yeah, so growing up, doing furloughs in America and coming back to Indonesia, I I remember i never really felt like I belonged anywhere besides my family. In Indonesia, we had our local friends, but a spy came in and shattered all those friendships, and we lost all of them with like within a day, which was kind of sad. Um, and then we moved within Indonesia to another island and I I don't know why but I remember just being so drained of attempting to find relationships again so all my friends on that second island were either five-year-olds or their parents um, so I never really had a really unique sense of belonging except again with my family. In America we would come back you know the most consistent place we would come back to would be the church and while the church definitely was a place that I could come back to, it was never a place that I really felt like I belonged by any means. Every time I would go back, I would remember like, oh, you know, same building, nothing's really changed. The people changed, and with that, their desire to be my friend. And so there are many times that I would come back to America excited to come back to church and hoping and being excited for it, like actually having friends again that I could speak fluently with in English, and there would be no interest. And so that's that hope for belonging, that hope for relationship fizzled out entirely. Any sense of community was shattered at once um, whenever I would come back to church and church instead became this thing that I would come back to and be reminded about how I didn't have any friends (laughs) and how I didn't have any sense of belonging or community within America. So community within Indonesia was shattered, community in America was never even existent and then belonging in my family was kind of like the last safe place. And in my middle school years, there was a lot of family dysfunction choices of my siblings that caused a lot of tension within the family to the point that my sense of belonging in the family kind of was dribbling as well. On top of that, we moved to Thailand and that was a good move, but it was a crazy weird move because in the past we were always moving to places that I'd already, I had already lived. I would already lived in America when we moved there. I'd already lived in Indonesia when we moved there. But now we're moving to Thailand, a place that I'd never lived. And I remember thinking one time, after like one of those like, you know, existential crisis moments, that now I could f- hopefully finally belong to a community here in Thailand. But right after that, I thought, oh, but I've, I have no sense of belonging anywhere else. And so started getting investment um, at the international school in Thailand. I was, I was so excited to actually be with f- friends with other in- internationals. Most of them are Koreans, TCKs, like Korean TCKs or American TCKs, quite a few Europeans or Australians. Um, it was a huge mix. And I remember just being there and being so excited, so ready for belonging. And so the, at the end of my freshman year, I remember biking back home um, after our last last day where we you know we had said all our goodbyes and i remember thinking like of these 60 people that i've made friends with in my class and that was basically my entire class i wasn't friends with any of them but at this rate for me like anything and anything worked <laughs> but i remember thinking like of of that huge group only five or ten of them i'm never gonna see again and i remember just being like f- like blown away by the fact that i was gonna be coming back to nearly the in- like the exact same group the entirely same group for the next year and i was gonna be able to do that for the next three years that astounded me I was so confused so like I I didn't, I didn't even know how to think about that I was like what that's gonna happen I'm gonna be able to have this same group of friends for like more than just one year this is incredible turns out entering into sophomore year my parents started considering moving back to America and it was never confirmed but they kind of mentioned it that it might happen and so you know for me to be thinking about it and when they did I made I made it clear that I really wanted to stay in Thailand but was willing to do what they found best. So yeah, sophomore year went around. End of sophomore year, we all came back to the states. Um, my parents had decided that I was gonna go to back to Thailand for my junior year. First semester, I was gonna live with a I was gonna live with a family friend of ours, and then second semester they were gonna come back, and we would all live in Thailand until I graduated, and it was gonna be great. But then, right like two weeks before junior year started, my mom sits me down and she's like, "Hey." Dad and I have been talking, and we think it is best if we stay for the full year. And I remember being like, okay, so that means you want me to come back. And she was like, yes. (laughs) So, you know, we figured out my school schedule, figured out plane tickets and all that. I went back to Thailand for that first half of my junior year. It was great. I loved it. Again, good friends. And then finished there. Bawled my eyes out in the airport as usual, saying goodbye to all my friends. <laughs> Even though I knew I'd be seeing them in like nine months, but still, it was it was really really sad. Left, came back to America, and that semester and that summer, I just remember being so confused, so much, so much lack of any any depth of any relationship. First of all, um, let alone any sense of community and belonging in a community. I remember thinking to myself like, well, this this sucks. I just want to go back to Thailand. <laughs> Regardless, I did my best to you know invest in others to build friendships um and i did make a few there were definitely a few people that I, I found that i could at least be friends with and at least be comfortable with um, but it was definitely it was it was so difficult and i i'm relieving america and while i was thankful for what i had there by the time i left it was nothing that i'd ever even like it was nothing compared to what, to what i had in thailand by any means i was so ready to go back and I, I remember a friend of mine in america like before before we left we had this conversation and I was, you know, sharing these thoughts about how much I struggle with belonging and he just looked at me and he was like, why don't you belong with us? Don't you belong with us? And I remember thinking to myself, I don't belong anywhere and this would be the last place I would belong, obviously. I didn't say that, I didn't say that to him, but I remember just thinking like there's, there's something, he, you know, I, I could immediately tell there's a difference between how he experienced or struggled with belonging versus how I experienced or struggled with belonging. And I don't think I really realized that until I had that conversation with him. But yeah, I went back to Thailand senior year, and it was, a, it was a great year. I loved it. Nearing the end of the year, though, it was a huge, like, just a huge turnaround. A lot of things happened. My parents' home in Pennsylvania burned down. So the new home that they'd just moved into the year before is now gone. So, you know, if I'm supposed to belong where my family is, well, that's non-existent. And they're in a rental home somewhere else in Pennsylvania. And then in Thailand, um, within a week after graduation, all my friends are gone. And they're, like, all over the globe. Most likely never to be seen again. I've only seen maybe four or five of my classmates <coughs> after after graduation. Maybe maybe a bit more. Maybe ten. I don't know. But, yeah, so, like, after graduation, belonging in Thailand was, you know, that, that community that was there totally fizzled out. And so I went back to America with no sense of belonging, no sense of community, and looking and I was so looking forward to going to Chicago and starting again and having some sense of some sense of community I was looking forward to going back to Chicago and was so excited to be in a dorm with guys my age who were all passionate about doing ministry and actually wanted to to do something with their lives um, and actually wanted to glorify God with their lives so I was like thinking surely like oh in this group I will definitely be able to belong Um, we'll have that shared common Hope that shared that shared common goal, and so I had I had such high expectation. But when I came to Moody, the dorm floor, which is where people say like you know this is where you belong now, that was the last place I belonged. There was no sense of community, no sense of belonging by any means. Um, I had a few I, I, I had a few friends on that floor, but it was being on that floor was more of a I don't want to use the word nightmare because it's intense, but it was more of a nightmare than an actual place to come back to and relax. It was a place that I had to i i didn't I didn't feel safe there I didn't feel like I belonged there at all if anywhere I didn't really belong anywhere in Chicago. it felt like you know I had a few different friends and we hired different places, but really there was no <clears throat> single community that I felt like I belonged to and I kind of accepted that as this is how i'll this is this is where this is how it will be for the rest of my life that's that's kind of just what I assumed for some reason I was cursed with this lack of belonging <laughs> and I was going to like, well, you just got to got to suck it up and move on and love people as you go, you know. And it wasn't until I was I've been brought into this house church, this kind of church community, and they've they've emphasized so much that I belong with them, that I'm part of their church, that I'm a part of their community. And it's definitely the most I felt belonged in a long time, but I notice I'm still so so skeptical of it all the time. It's as if for some reason I hear their statements and I hear their and like it's not only statements but it's actions they have poured so much into me they've loved me so much they've given me so much um, and they're encouraging me so much and I enjoy being around them um, it's not like I you know only show up for the ser- for for a service and then kind of like fizzle away later like I'm I'm I'm, I'm in their homes I'm with them I'm, in, I'm enjoying being with them it is a great community and if I was to belong anywhere I would love to belong with them you know um, but for some reason I still there is still like this hesitancy to fully trust to fully say that I belong there simply because there's like this inability for me to believe that this belonging the sense of belonging will last any longer than a year or last longer than just two or three years it's as if it's on the line and anything might happen to just let it shatter and let it dissipate entirely I don't know where this struggle will go (laughs) I'm hoping to stay in Chicago for at least a few more years, and trick myself into realizing that I might actually be able to belong in this church community, but we'll see, we'll see.
0: What I love about John Yo's story is the way that it ends. It does not end happy, it ends kind of where he is right now. What Janyo did is took you on a journey through his life, and that's where he is right now. He is at a place where he feels like he could belong but there's something preventing him from belonging, and he doesn't know what that is. And I think that's something that a lot of TCKs and MKs struggle with. I know that's something I struggled with, is allowing yourself to belong. Johnny talks in the story about having conversations with friends in America about belonging, and not feeling like he belongs there, and feeling there's a difference. And he talks about how even now with his church, he still feels like he can't belong. Even in Thailand, he's, he felt like he couldn't belong. And I think, I think belonging is dual parts, other people inviting you in, and you accepting that invitation. People can invite you to belong all they want. But as long as you do not take that invitation and accept that belonging, it's not really going to do much for you. That was what I experienced in my life through from the move to about at the end of my sophomore year in high school I kind of alienated myself from my friends I didn't feel like I belonged in Mansfield I had stability but I didn't have belonging I had the same people the same class the same friends but I still didn't have belonging in fact I resisted that belonging so much that I had completely different friend groups every year for my entire school year I had a different friend group my fifth grade year. I had a different friend group my sixth grade year. I had a different friend group my seventh grade year. I went to a small school, so there's a lot of overlap. But like my close friends were very different people from year to year to year to year to year until eventually I got some closure and I got some healing. And I realized that that is so unhealthy. And so I picked two, three friends of mine and I was like, I will belong to you. You will be my community. And these are still some of my best friends to this day some friends from church, some friends from school, I just kind of gravitated gravitated to them and decided, you know what? This is going to be my community. This is going to be who I am. This is going to be where I am. And I don't care if I don't feel like I belong. I will belong eventually. And I kind of, in my mind, when I was doing this, contrasted with another really good friend of mine who's an MK that I grew up with. His name is David. He also came from Nigeria. He also moved to Mansfield. We were both born in Africa. We have very similarities. In fact, people kind of confuse the two of us a lot. However, he had the same group of friends his entire time here. They're all best friends. They were always like together, always around each other. And even now they get together weekly when they get back from school. And I always envied that. And I asked him our senior year, how are you able to keep the same group of friends? And he said, they wouldn't let me leave. And I think that's the important things. There is an aspect of you accepting belonging, but there's also an aspect of you being claimed by the community that you belong in. They wouldn't let me leave. I think that is such a profound statement that every time David tried to resist, tried to move, tried to have that transition pull away from them, they were like, nope, you're coming back. You belong here, you will be here. We love you, you're ours. And I think finding a healthy balance is really what moves someone forward into becoming a healthy adult. Thank you guys so much for listening and we are rounding the corner. We only have a a few more episodes till we're done with our first season, but this has been an exciting first season. The second season will be coming pretty soon. I have some really cool ideas. If you guys have any ideas about season two or anything that we've talked about or you want to talk more, we now do have a social media page. Go ahead and like TCK Tales on Facebook and start the conversation there. I will be monitoring that. If you have a story you want to tell or you've been impacted by this podcast in some way, please let me know. Also, if you've been impacted by this podcast in some way, or you just love hearing me talk, I guess, (laughs) go ahead and give us a rating and a review on iTunes that really helps other people find out about this podcast, and it improves our metrics, and there's a bunch of science that I don't quite understand. But, you know, it's good. Yeah, continue to tell your friends, continue to listen, and we'll see you guys in two weeks for more TCK tales.